Hey everybody, welcome to Peace, Toast, and Jam. This is your girl Slick Vic. Let's get right into it. So right now I am sitting in the parking lot of my gym where I lift at, not where I do jiu-jitsu, but um, it is so hot. My, my Jeep right now says 101 degrees. I literally just pulled out my chapstick and it melted on my lips. Like it was like hot lava on my lips, which I should know this by now. Like I've been in Florida for, for over a year now. I've obviously visited here for years. I should know how hot it gets, but for some reason it's like, I think I'm still in a state where it's not like face melting every day. So I put like the chapstick on and it immediately like was glued to my lip and I like cried out in agony. No one's hearing me of course, cause I'm in the corner of the lot. But anyways, with all that being said, it's been like traumatic since I've been here and I'm getting to a point where I'm like, listen, something's got to give, you know, we got to get some colder weather here. It is almost fall, which I had this discussion with my boyfriend yesterday where I was like, listen, the minute school hits for any, I don't care any school system that starts like day one, I automatically am like, yep, it's fall. It's fall. And here in Florida, the kids started school like a week and a half ago or whatever. So like I've already considered it to be fall. I know that it's like what September 22nd is technically the first day of fall, but no, I've already had two different pumpkin spice um, coffees. I have um, begun my search for my Halloween costume this year. Um, I've, I've already decided I'm going to go to the dollar store probably like this week or weekend and get decorations for my little home. Like all these things are just brewing. Like a nice little gobbly goopy witcher's brew in my brain of how I can just freaking go nutso this year of Halloween. I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. So speaking of Halloween, I can't believe I even tied that in. Speaking of Halloween and what Halloween brings for a lot of people, which, you know, depending on how you view it, of course, there's so many different views, but a lot of times people are like, Ooh, it's scary. And there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of like uncomfortableness with it. Which, I mean, I think is the best part about Halloween. Because Halloween is legit my most favorite holiday ever. And then there's a very close second with Christmas. But Halloween comes first. For many reasons. But let's talk about fear. And let's talk about also, like, the uncomfortableness that goes along with it. So, a lot of times I feel like people just don't like Halloween in general. Because of the fact that it deals with a more of a religious thing. um, Which I understand why. Um, it's not that I'm trying to like bash these people. I'm just saying like, yeah, I get it. I get it. But at the same, in the same breath, like people take things so literally and are very sensitive to certain things to a point where they're not even enjoying certain aspects of stuff where it's not all about like, like it, Halloween doesn't have to be the, the, the Satan thing that people think that is all about. Um, there, I think there's, you know, a good story to so many different things that people just completely negate because of their belief systems from a young age. And really the belief systems are most likely, um, told to us. And then we are educated in that way. So we're influenced by it and then we're taught it. And then we just kind of affirm it through repetition. And there you have it. That's why you believe the things you believe in. And then you get to a certain age where you can, you can start to decide more on your own. And some people just keep deciding in the way that's comfortable and what they know. 
other people will branch out and question it and be curious about other ways and go and go based upon their own feelings and then they can develop their own belief system or a different belief system. So with all that being said, I kind of went on a little weird little rant there of that. I have, if you've been following along with this, I have been diving into Sean Webb's Mind Hacking Happiness, which was given to a very good friend of mine, given to me by a good friend of mine. And I have been loving every day of it. I am actually on day 26 today. Um, and if you, if you're curious about it, if you go to my TikTok, I literally have been doing a video for every single day. So all you need to do is go to my TikTok. Um, if you click on one of the mind hacking videos, which you'll see it's labeled mind hacking in the day, you can go through and you can go to day one and you can literally watch from day one to day 26, like just a little snippet of what it's about. And if it is something you want to deep dive into more, you could go to, um, Sean Webb's website and download the course or get the course. Um, if you are interested in the course, I actually, the friend that told me about it is, um, actually offering to, to help anyone. Um, he might just be offering it to our Patreon group. So perhaps join the Patreon group first. And there's literally the tiers of my Patreon group are so like, it's, it's very easy to join. Um, there's three different tiers, a very like not a lot to join if you're interested in this and, and he has offered it. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying that is one way. If not, you could totally get it yourself and deep dive. Okay. I'm sorry. I was going off on another tangent with that, but with all that being said, if you're still with me, if you're still with me, cause you know, I have like a squirrel brain. I have been deep diving into my own crap, my own. And I say crap like lightly, but also seriously, because I have junk too, even though I am, you know, a big believer in, you know, happiness and positivity and like just seeing the, the lighter side of things and focusing on the good. I do realize that part of the human, human experience in general is to figure out what all these emotions mean and why humans go through the processes of, you know, thinking and emotional, you know, ups and downs that we all go through and to also recognize that, Hey, as much as I am you know, this, this soulful being. And I believe that I am more than my flesh and this meat suit that we're all walking in. I do realize that I am also a human and I am going through all the things that all of you are all going through as well in some way, form, matter of fact way. So with that being said, I've been uncovering so many uncomfortable things about my own life and my own habits, my own routine, my own belief systems, upbringing, you name it, that have been just I mean, it's shadow work. If you know anything about shadow work, this is literally like shadow work for me. And I have gone through a lot of shadow work before, but this is like another level of it. Another way of dealing with a lot of like deep rooted junk in my life that I have just been like burning through, just plowing through. And it has been so uncomfortable, my friends, especially the part that we're in right now, which we are going through like fear and anger right now and breaking that down and the levels of it and how it's attached to things and why we, we react or respond the way that we do. So with all that being said lately, especially with my boyfriend, because I am, I'm literally like right now, uh, I'm in a very tiny space. I, am working on my, my brand, my business. I'm trying to generate all my followers again on all my social media platforms. And I left a job in the spring and then kind of got laid off at another job that I had. So my income is very small compared to what it was before. And it has been super stressful, my friends, super stressful. 
Um, I am in a completely different space mentally, emotionally, physically, and honestly, spiritually. And to get that all back together has been quite a journey. On top of all that, I'm going in this course right now and it's literally ripping apart in a lot of ways and then sewing it back together just aspects of my mind that I thought were quote unquote healthy that aren't. I mean, just, just straight out, flat out, they have not been healthy. And I have been seeing patterns now that I'm like, oh my goodness gracious, this is why I've been having struggles, problems, issues, either in relationships and not even just like romantic relationships, but like friendships, family, etc. because I wasn't able to do X, Y, and Z, or I didn't know how to do X, Y, and Z, or I just didn't even realize that X, Y, and Z was a thing and it was a problem. And yeah, it has been a mind blowing experience. So to specifically talk about something in, in which has been just brought up time and time again in this whole course has been the attachment to things that I've had and why it is an attachment for me. So for instance, let's just talk about, um, I'm trying to think of like something that is very relatable to, to a lot of individuals. Um, mm, I would say, okay, so this actually just happened. This actually just happened. So my thing of germs, which this is funny. This is, this is kind of funny. So when I was a school counselor for a very you know brief amount of time, but I also did an internship in a school and then I was in a school and um, I, I've been around children my entire life. I am the middle of five kids. So I've always been around like other kids, obviously my own family, but then like cousins, obviously I went to public school, you know, I, I whatever. Um, then throughout college, I was always around a bunch of people. I've, I used to party a lot. So I was around a lot of people. I, Um, And then going back to kids, I then obviously went into the education field. So yes, kids, all that jazz have been in my life for a a long time. With all that being said, germs are obviously going to be a thing, especially when you're in bigger groups of people, especially when you're involved in sports and being an athlete. I mean, constantly around other individuals in a close space, especially wrestling and now doing jiu-jitsu over the last, I don't know how many years I've been doing jiu-jitsu. I mean, it is a, like, you're in the struggle cuddle mode the entire time. So you are very close to people, but when it comes to kids, it's a little bit different. Um, and when it comes to kids in your own space, so it all started, I really noticed it when I would be around like my niece and nephew when they were really younger. And, um, then when I lived with my sister and my brother-in-law and the two little ones for a very short amount of time, but when I was with them, I, you know, when they got sick or there was something going on where they had a cold and especially when I was in the school system, like I would freak out because I'm like, I do not want to get sick. First of all, I'm such a baby when I get sick. Like I, 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 I know this about myself. Um, and I would want to avoid them like the plague, but growing up, that's also something that was instilled in my family. If someone was sick, you were like, oh my gosh, quarantine, like, you know, clean up after yourselves. Do not share anything. Um, you know, stay literally like stay in the bathroom if you're sick, if like that kind of sick, you know, or, you know, just, just stay by yourself because growing up, we didn't have a lot of money or anything like that. Plus, um, my dad worked full time. My mom didn't, but she didn't want us all getting sick. Cause that meant more doctor bills going to the doctor for like all, well, there's five of us. So it was really instilled at a younger age to like 
keep yourself as healthy as possible. Obviously, I think most parents would want that. I'm not saying, or, you know, whoever is taking care of you, I'm, I'm sure they're not like, yeah, go ahead and share a drink and like eat off each other's plates and all that jazz. But it was like very severe and it really meant like a lot to me because it was like really pounded into my brain when I was younger. Plus when I got sick, it was horrible. Like, I mean, I did not ever enjoy being sick. Like I, I did want to go to school. Like I didn't want to be out of school, all that stuff. So like, it was just one of those things where I was like, that was something that was attached to me from a young age. And it was just the way that I was quote unquote brought up and then going to school and all this stuff. I actually, my best friend, if she's even listening to this, she knows how much of a big deal this is. Like my biggest fear in life is throwing up literally, um, do anything else you want to do to me, whatever. Um, I've always said this, like throw me in a pit of spiders or snakes, you know, I could jump off a cliff heights, no problem. All that jazz, not afraid of death, blah, blah, blah. But when it comes to throwing up or puking specifically, specifically the flu, nope. I, when I, I, when I used to be very religious, I would just sit there like in the bathroom like praying on the ground to, to God. And I would just be like, please, Lord, do not let me throw up. Let it come out the other way. Let anything out. Let me pass out, but do not let me throw up. Like I would be begging, begging. I hate that feeling. In fact, when I used to drink and party really hard, I remember the times where I would start to drink and I would get that feeling like, Oh, and I would completely stop. Like I would just stop. Like I could be in the middle of like my party mode and be like, Nope, we're not going there. Cause I've had those nights where it was just like, Oh, oh my God. You know? So throwing up was a big deal for me ha- is still a big deal to me. And that is something I'm working through with this course. But with all this being said, so that was something that was instilled in me at a young age and something that just traveled with me throughout my life. And especially when I was a counselor, I mean, you're an educator, you're surrounded by little ones. I was an elementary middle school counselor. So uh, yeah, you're surrounded by little kids with snotty little noses, coughs, like flus, you name it. And children are not that aware of their body. And especially, I mean, honestly, adults really aren't that much better than children, you know, but the kids especially are just like, sneezing everywhere, coughing everywhere, like just snot, just all over themselves. And they want to give you a big old hug and just be all over you. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to be sick, you know? And so all this to say it's now, now that school has started again, um, little ones are, are sick around me again. And, um, there was an incident where my boyfriend's little one, she was over and she threw up and I'm literally like holding the, the, tra- the, the little, uh, whatever the, the trash in the bathroom and having her throw up in it. And I went right into like, you know, like just parent mode of like, it's okay, honey. I'm pulling her hair back. I'm like, it's okay. Like no big deal. Wasn't a big problem at all. Um, you know, got her some water, re- had her like lay down. She's like, I feel better. I'm like, okay, good. And then it was like, I snapped out of it and I was like, oh my gosh, she just, she just puked. Like I'm just, Oh my gosh. Like I'm breathing the same air. Like I'm going to get sick. And it was like, I immediately was having like that little like mini attack in my brain of like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And I wanted to clean everything. I started disinfecting things. I was like freaking out in my brain. And then I'm like, this happened. Right. And then I started breaking it down later on. And I'm, and I'm like, why am I, why am I freaking out? Like, yes, of course. Like I'm not going to just not disinfect things. And, and, you know, I, I do want it to be clean and it's a smaller space and we have other, you know, another little one in the home and obviously, you know, my boyfriend and, you know, no one wants to really be sick. It's not that, but 
it's like another level. It was like another level for me. And so I started breaking it down. I'm like, why is this such a big attachment for me? So I went through it and I'm like, why is this such a big deal? And more and more, it was like a fear that was instilled in me at a young age. And it was something that it had to have been planted there at a young age where it then has traveled into my adulthood and has traveled into like everything I do. I mean, like I'm that person who will spray their hands of hand sanitizer after they pump gas, after they like use a shopping cart. And some days I like forget about it and then I'll like remember and then I'm like, oh my gosh. And it's, it's almost like I start to get a headache or like a sore throat and I feel sick and like nauseous. I'm like, oh my God, like what is, we create so much drama and things in our brain when we go into those moments of like, it's almost like a little manic, like a little attack. And in all of this, throughout all of this, the last like couple days, I've been thinking about it. I've been just dissecting it through this course. And I'm like, this is something that was attached to me. And I have given it way too much power over my body, my mind, and I'm going to stop it now. So in order to do that, you need to really get control of your mind. You need to get control of your mind so you can get control of your emotions and you can start to talk to your mind because your mind is not you. You are separate from your mind because of the fact that you recognize that you have a mind. If you recognize this, then you are not your mind because a mind cannot see itself. So that means if you can see your mind, you can see the things that are going on in your mind and you understand these concepts, then you are not your mind. So you're separate, which is so freaking cool. And if you are like having that moment of like, what? Good. Because that is what the course is bringing to my life and to many others, of course. But so with all this being said, I'm like, I need to stop freaking out about this and I need to get control of it. And honestly, today was like the first day in a long time that I've felt comfortable with it. And to some people out there, they might be laughing at all this and be like, oh my gosh, like that's ridiculous. Why would you be that upset about that? Why would you let that bother you? Like germs are not the end of the world. Um, you know, they can strengthen your immune system. Obviously, like you don't want to completely you know, not have anything have your system go into your system because then you really will get attack hard. Like it, there's like a give and take. Right. And so I just started like going through this and I was talking to my boyfriend, you know, about it. And, you know, he gave me an awesome insight on it too. But all this to say that this has really been helpful to me because every year I would be so afraid like every year, even when I wasn't in the school system anymore, I would be so afraid of like the fall and then like going into the, the, the like Christmas holiday season. Cause that's when everyone gets sick, sick again. And then there's like the another flow of flu right in springtime. And I'm like, why am I allowing this to literally burden my brain and make me feel so uncomfortable and make me feel like hyper sensitive and active and just like, Whoa, like to everything that's going on. And, and then in that, in that, same breath, then be weird towards other people. Like I was like completely shutting myself off from people. Um, I wouldn't want to go out. I would be just unhappy and then concerned and worried for what, for what? I mean, at the end of the day, yes, we should be protecting ourselves. Like I'm not saying again, that you should be going around like licking the handles on shopping carts and, you know, yeah. Sharing your drink with every person in the world. Obviously that's not what I'm saying take care of your body, be aware, but don't worry so much. Like that worry is what was breaking down my, just my happiness. Literally. Like I was just so concerned about it. It, it created this weird mini frenzy, frenzy monster inside of me. And I was 
I was unhappy. Like I literally felt myself going down that weird, horrible, just black hole of like gunk and junk and just freaking out. I'm like, Vic, you gotta like get a hold of this. Like this is not healthy. This is not healthy. I'm freaking out, uh, freaking out about not being healthy or like potentially getting sick. And I'm making myself unhealthy in my mind. Like it was a complete mind blowing experience. And here's the thing. I could get sick this week. There's a big chance because I was in a small space with a little one who obviously is not feeling so well. That happens. But guess what? There are so many other spaces that I'm in all the time that I have no idea if people are sick. I have no idea, but I don't worry about it. And I do my best to obviously be a very clean and healthy person. And I'm not sick every day day or every week. And guess what? If I do get sick this week, it's not the end of the world either. Like I obviously am not like immune compromised. So obviously if you're someone out there who has a low immune system, like, and you know, you do have to worry a little bit more. I understand that. I do. I get it. But even in the same breath, worrying about it 24 seven is not healthy either. So there has to be some sort of like middle ground where you start to realize that you don't have to let the world or your mind control you. You can control your mind and you can control how you feel in the world and the world and your everyday, whatever you do does not have to be despair and gloom and scary. And you shouldn't have to be fearful of going out and you shouldn't have to live in a, a fearful state all the time for these things that yes, were planted into you at a young age. You have been so accustomed to and that you've allowed to be attached to you over years and years and years, but you also have the power to change that if you want. If you see that it's literally stopping you from being happy, stopping you from being just relaxed, then that is a huge red flag to yourself that this is not okay. It's not okay. And there are a lot of individuals out there in the world who are constantly exposed to crazy germs and things, and they're not getting sick every day. So what does that show you? What does it show you? And yes, I know someone could say out there, well, they, you know, have built up their immune system. Well then build yours up. I'm not telling you again to like find someone who has the flu and to like drink out of their cup. Like I've been saying, no, but do the right things. Keep yourself healthy exercise, you know, get healthy food in your system. Don't be shoving sugar in your system all the time because a lot of times these germs and weird things going on in your body just feed off all the sugar. So try to eat healthier, flush your body with a lot of water, you know, get adequate sleep, good sleep, good sleep. Oh my gosh. This is something that I preach all the time to people that, you know, by coaching clients, friends, whatever, if they're feeling like crap, I'm like, what is your sleep like? Cause guess what? When I don't get good sleep, my immune system drops and I drop like I, Oh my gosh. There's so many times where I've gotten really sick because of this, like hundred percent. So recognize these things. What is your stress level? Like, are you doing things to de-stress yourself? Like this is all related to your immune system. This is all related to just your mindfulness in general, just your mind in general. And this is how you become a master of your mind and a master of your life. And then a master of being happy. So it's all connected. It's literally all connected. All right. Well, I hopefully y'all listened to this part, like this, that like this whole last 15 minutes I've been talking because I think that was like the juiciest part. And I really hope that this is something that you feel like other people could listen to and actually get something from. Please share it. Please share it on your social media, share it through an email, through a text, copy the link, whatever you need to do. Cause that's the only way that people get to hear about me and get to know about what I talk about and hopefully are inspired or motivated to live a happier life, a more joyful life. 
Um, so with that being said, you could find me on my social media, um, platforms through the handle of slick Vic B a. So it's slick Vic B as in boy, a as an apple. Um, I talked about my Patreon group. So if you wanted to join that or support me, even if you just want to support me, um, there's three different tiers you can choose from. If you go on to any one of those, um, the social media platforms that I mentioned under slick Vic BA, go down to the link tree, which is in my bio, click it and you'll find the Patreon, uh, one. I think it's the second one from the top. I believe it is. And, um, yeah. So I hope this, I hope this helped you guys. Like really, I really do help hope that it helped. I hope it like brought into your mind. Maybe you're a little curious about it. Um, definitely look into that course. I'm not affiliated with the course in any way, by the way. Um, I have reached out to Sean Webb and he's, he seems like a really cool guy. He responded and I just said like, Hey, I'm taking your course. It's super cool. Um, but I don't get paid to talk about mind hacking happiness at all. I just truly believe in it because it's helped me. And I'm a big believer in if I feel something is helpful to me that I should share it. And, um, I had a friend that was kind enough to share it to me. So I'm doing my duty to this course and to the, the happiness of all humans out there to share it again. So hopefully you look into it, but with that, I'm going to go jump into this gym, get a really solid, good workout in because I didn't get to work out this morning. So got to sweat, which is another way you could really strengthen your immune system. Sweat it out, baby sweat it out. Get that heart rate up. All right, guys, have an amazing morning, afternoon, evening. I'll talk to y'all soon.